Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Indonesia is a fascinating country and travel certainly opens the mind. But what was it like for a kippah-wearing Israeli representative in a country with virtually no Jewish inhabitants? Dr. Les Glassman had a chance to find out. He has just returned from there and joins me now to tell me more. Dr. Glassman, a warm welcome and thank you for joining me. Wow, thank you so much for having me. Tell me about Indonesia. Okay, so it was um, it was really a great honor and a privilege to represent uh, Israel, my country, at the World Sep Exhibition, uh, which was held in Bandung, which you mentioned. It's the third largest city in Indonesia, with over two and a half million inhabitants. And uh, what's a fascinating about Indonesia, it's the largest Muslim community in the world. They've got over 240 million Muslims out of a population of about 260 million. And, um, you know, we didn't really know what to expect going to Bandung. I'd never really heard of Bandung before. And um, the communications that I had previously from the Philatelic Federation had been so positive. They asked me to submit entries and I submitted them. All the entries that I submitted, they accepted. And what was absolutely phenomenal is that one of the entries was the Megillah, uh, it's a book, a philatelic book on the Megillah there <laughs> in Hebrew with the Israeli stamps. And they accepted it, as well as the road to Jerusalem. And all our entries, they accepted and they said, we're happy to have you. And when we arrived, the welcoming committee and the people, they were just absolutely, they were so grateful that we came, that we made the effort to come. There were 70 countries that were participated in this world exhibition. And I think they had the karasatov. They really, they really appreciated each individual country for, for coming and participating in this world exhibition. When you say we, um, Dr. Glassman, what do you mean? Who, who's we? I, I, I came with my wife. And oh, okay. um, because we don't have any, you know, because... You can't really go to Indonesia. It's difficult to go with an Israeli passport. It's possible. You have to get a visa. It takes three and a half months to get it. Uh, but uh, we came in on our South African um, passport. and But we were recognized as the Israeli contingent. And I was Israeli commissioner. And um, it was quite quite amazing. Uh, wherever I went, um, I had my kippah on. And people that came up to me and they said, Are you Jewish? Are you from Israel? And the response was amazing. It really was so positive. I had been given, um, and I brought my own envelopes and stamps of Israel that I gave to a lot of the children at the exhibition. And they said, is it for free? I said, of course, it's a gift. It's a gift from Israel. And I said, you mind if I take photos? Their faces lit up. It was something that, it was like I had given them gold. They were so happy to receive this gift. And knowing that it came from Israel was totally irrelevant. Just that they saw... You know, we saw each other not as uh, what head coverings or what religion you were. It, it really was kind of irrelevant. It was just a love of philately and a love of of just being there, participating in this wonderful event. It must be a fascinating country. Um, did you have a chance to explore? Did you go to Bali? No. So um, Bandung, it's it's a, you know West Java. It's it's the it's a it's the largest. I think uh, it's got the most populous population for our island worldwide. So just in Bandung itself, um, there's so much to do there. They've got volcanoes that we actually went to. We had one day where we had, they took us on a tour, and we saw a volcano. They've got rolling hills. It's just beautiful with tea plantations 
and just the scenery. It's, uh, you know, what you see in the pictures, and this is reality. It was really magnificent. It was really very beautiful. And there's so much to see within the city as well. But at the exhibition, they had so many events going on all the time. They encouraged the children. They had programs for the children. They took us to the governor's house, which um, Indonesia used to be a Dutch colony. So there's a lot of the Dutch influence still in the country. And um, they really, they they had events planned every day. So we were quite busy. And in the exhibition itself, meeting all the different representatives from all over the world, that fascinated me. We even had a um, North Koreans that were there. And we had pictures together and uh, we spoke a bit together. It was quite amazing yeah, with uh, people from Saudi Arabia and um, Abu Dhabi and all the different Arab countries. And... Um, from what Mongolia, South America, it was it was quite an incredible experience. Um, Dr. Glassman, you, you mentioned that going there with an Israeli passport was a little bit more challenging, which means you must have been a little bit nervous in terms of traveling there and being there with your yarmulke. Yet you you were astounded by not only the friendliness, but the fact that some of the delegates knew Israeli songs. Okay, so what was... I think what was something so special for me is that um, when we were en route to, to uh, Bandung via Singapore, at the customs official mentioned to me in Singapore that I shouldn't wear my head covering. So I said, it's a key place, I'd rather wear a hat when you go to Indonesia. And we, when he came to Bandung, uh, I don't know, I just didn't feel so comfortable wearing my, my cap or whatever. So I just had my yamuka on. And, you know, really, without exception... There was not one person who said, I don't want to be in a photo together. Um, on the contrary, people said, come, and they, I had my video, I love videoing. So people came up to me, and because I can't, by wearing a yarmulke, in a way, well, I've been wearing a yarmulke for, for many, many years, but people identify you as, as Jewish and um, representing the Jewish religion in a way. So people who are remotely connected to, to Judaism in any way came up to me, and it was incredible. I had somebody from Bali that came up and he started speaking to me. He asked me about Israel and uh, a few questions about Judaism. And then I asked him, do you know any Hebrew, any anything about Israel? And he said, sure. And he started singing Hinei Matobu. And he was from Bali. And then I had other kids that helped me, teenagers that helped me put up the exhibits. And the one said to me, have I got an extra kippah? And I was actually quite amazed. I actually did bring an extra kippah. So I said, I'll give it to you. The pleasure, but why? Why do you want to keep her? So I said, my great grandfather was Jewish, and um, he. I said, you know any Hebrew words? I was actually I was blown away when he said that because he's re- in Bandung. There's no nothing Jewish at all. There's no relics. So there was once I think during the war there were a few interns uh, people were there, but today there's really nothing Jewish there at all. And in Indonesia in itself, there's there's a very small community in Manado. So this, this youngster comes from Manado, which is quite, it's a few hours away from Bandung. And he said to me, sure. And he started singing, um, Shalom, Aleichem, it was incredible, and Havana Gela. And I said, you mind if I video it? And he said, with pleasure. So I actually videoed him singing these two songs. It was, it was just so heartwarming. You, you cannot express you know, being there in the middle of a country which is so remote from Israel, so detached, mm-hmm. um, you know, not only distance-wise, but um, and there you still have sparks of, of, of Judaism and sparks of 
Hebrew, it was just something out of this world. It really was. Dr. Glassman, we're going to take a short break. Um, after the break, um, we're going to uh, just revisit like the, the man from Bali who was singing Hine Matovu. Just where you think he might have got that kind of, uh, where he learned the song. But we are going to go to the commercials just before then. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Dr. Les Glassman, who has just returned from Indonesia, where he represented Israel at a philatelic conference. Um, Dr. Glassman, the young man from Bali who was singing Hine Matovu, where do you think he learned that from? Okay, so I actually asked him, you know, what brought him to the exhibition. So he said that the exhibition was very well publicized um, in the media. They had CNN Indonesia and they had uh, in the papers and on television. So he, and it actually mentioned that it's going to be a world exhibition. And then he got more information from the internet about what the exhibition and who the commissioners were. And in the, on the internet, because it's through the Ministry of Communication and Information and Tourism, so they had the pictures of the different countries and Israel appeared. So he said he wanted to see Israeli exhibits. So he came specially to the exhibition. So I asked him, are you connected? So he said, he thinks, he doesn't know, but he thinks in his family once uh, they came originally from Holland or he has Jewish roots. So he said he just uh, felt very connected to Judaism and he started going on. Now today it's quite easy on the internet. Um, he heard the song and he went on the internet and he just loved hearing this, this music and the tune and I didn't, he just knew it within his heart. He had rehearsed it so many times and that was the first time he said, that I'm singing it to a Jew. I've never sang it to a Jew before. Uh, so uh, that, for me, was, was astounding. It was actually quite quite remarkable. So I looked through your YouTubes of um, Indonesia, and, I, and when I came upon that one, I actually had a tear in my eye because he's, he was such a beautiful young man, and he sang the song so beautiful. beautifully. It, it is. It's actually... It's not only that, you know, we're walking around and um, seeing the little kids, also with their little hijabs on, and... These are such cute kids. They're like dolls. It was really so amazing. And when I just gave it, and I said, here's a, a letter from Israel. I never just gave it. And there was, they, they said, wow, from Israel. And they held it. I said, can we take photos and videos? And they were so happy. The smile on their faces. It was something, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's out of this world. It really is. It's, there's no words to describe it. Because it breaks down all, you know, it's, they say like stamps, it knows no boundaries, it crosses oceans and seas. But it's really true. It breaks down all barriers. And there are no barriers. And you see each other as individuals, not as what type of head covering you're wearing or what religion or what race or religion or anything. You, you just see each other as individuals. It must have been a very different experience from being in Spain. Or, wasn't it, or was it similar? So I'll tell you, in Spain, there we were especially the invited guests. So for me, Spain, uh, in particular, being in Zaragoza, where you know the, the sad history, what happened to the Jewish community there, but Spain are trying to make amends. So Spain was a bit different. There they did a joint Israeli-Spain stamp, and uh, when we had the Palmares, that was the awards uh, ceremony, I brought to Spain one exhibit called the Jewish Homeland, about the whole history of Judaism and was from Lawrence Fisher, he's the exile African. He got one of the top medals. And they actually, I'm so appreciative again that my wife and I came, that they played in front of everyone. And there were ministers of tourism and ministers of post and communications. They played uh, Yerushalayim Shalzahar. So, you know, I've just been very fortunate to be in, in these different exhibitions where I've just met the most incredible people. Um, 
you know, maybe it's to have, uh, well, I'm so grateful that they invited um, Israel and that I was nominated as the commissioner to go, but that I think the people also, they appreciate that we make the effort. Mm. It's quite a lot of work involved to go to these exhibits, to these exhibitions, you have to prepare, get the people to exhibit, and um, you're taking very valuable uh, collections that I, I'm in charge of. It doesn't go into the hold, I have to carry with me all the time. Right. Um, and um, I think that the the organizers of the exhibitions, both in Spain and in Bandung in Indonesia, just really appreciated that people made the effort to come and to participate in their exhibition, which was a world exhibition. Dr. Glassman, where are you off to next? What what country has wow, been decided so, next year? So this is also quite interesting. So on Tuesday, Dr. before Rosh Hashanah, we've been invited to go to Slovenia. Mm. That's quite interesting because Slovenia... Um, I'm very close. I've got a very close friend who is one of the organizers. It's a one-frame exhibit, and um, they invite especially Israel. It's the countries around Slovenia, um, Germany, Croatia, Austria, Italy, and Israel. So we're the only non—you could say—European country mm-hmm. that have, we have been Being specially invited to participate in that exhibition. And um, it's going to be in Kran, so if any of our listeners out there are going to be, Slovenia is a beautiful country, it's really magnificent, and Kran is not so far from Blet or from uh, Ljubljana, the capital, and they also, the people, I've been there once before for an exhibition where they invited us, and here they invited us again, which is, un- there's no precedent for this, because we're not really part of that, um, it was like the previous Yugoslavia, but I don't know, Israel has got a very good name in world philately. Hmm. And um, it's just it's a great honor and a privilege to again represent my country and to be in Slovenia. Well, Dr. Glassman, thank you so much for joining me. It's always fantastic to to kind of hear your stories and travel the world with you. And, and the, you know, the stamp collecting itself is such a fascinating aspect. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Wow. And, and well done for being such an amazing ambassador Oh, oh, you're very kind, and thank you so much. And just, I just want to wish you and the listeners a Shana Tava. And I can't say how I look forward to every Friday listening to your, your program. It's absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you.